1: <音楽>だ
2: Welcome to Out of the Blue. It is a sort of drizzly, dreary Sunday today. Uh, My name's Heather. And I'm Erin. And you are listening to us on 3CR 855 AM. You may be listening online too, or you could be podcasting. And I did just spend like a whole day podcasting a lot of missing shows the other week. So make sure you jump on there and listen to them. Um, Today we've got a lot coming up. It's going to be an interesting one today. Uh, Hi, my name's Sarah. I love coming here because they offer vegan food.
0: Hi, my name's Paul. This is my first time at Friends of the Earth. I think it's really awesome and the food's great really healthy and nutritious. Friends of the Earth Food Co-op, 312 Smith Street, Collingwood. A tuneful experience. A 3CR supporter. Well, welcome everyone. Hopefully you're enjoying the drizzly Sunday out there. I know the heat's gone down a little bit, so maybe it has that's a, little a little bit. It's a little bit of a reprieve. Yeah. All righty. Uh, look, as you know, we often present on plastics and the impact, and really the devastating impacts that plastic can have on our marine environment. That's all our marine critters: um, turtles, birds, fish, everything.
2: Nudibranchs, hagfish. Morgan, hagfish. that one was for you. Hagfish. Of course,
0: of course. Uh, so we've actually got a guest today. Um, I would like everyone to welcome Pete Lancaster from Zoos Victoria.
1: Morning, Aaron. How are you going?
0: Good, thank you. Welcome to the show. Now, um, Pete, you've got a bit of an interesting role. Now, traditionally, zoos are seen as a place just to go see animals, but that's not your role at all. And uh, possibly a little bit more upbeat story today, parts of.
1: Yeah, hopefully. Uh, So my role is the community conservation campaigner at Zoos Victoria. So Zoos Victoria is all about conservation um, and when people are coming to the zoo and meeting our wonderful animals, they're hopefully leaving with some ways they can help them out in the wild.
0: Fantastic. Now, one particular campaign has really launched this year, and as hopefully everyone's seen the posters around, maybe people have heard about it and people have actually adopted some of these uh, habits. It's the When Balloons Fly, Seabirds Die. Yeah, positive uh, name, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, uh, It's a little different
2: to your uh, wipe for wildlife, that's all right, or uh, they're calling on you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but it gets to the point. So it does um, it to the point. Yeah, so we're highlighting the impact that balloons can have in the environment, which not many people know about.
0: Of course, of course. Now, look, when we grew up, um, I certainly have let a lot of balloons go in my time. I feel a little bit terrible at the moment, but uh, I blow up the balloon, maybe with helium and have a bit of fun, let them go. They're off in the air. And, Hold on, uh, on,
2: does that mean there's still helium in the balloons? Because anytime I have a helium balloon, I tell you what, I breathe the whole lot. <laughs> All
0: right. Okay. okay. <laughs> They're no, not going no.
2: anywhere. There's no air left.
0: <laughs> no, I like my sexy deep voice. Thanks. <laughs> so, so this actual campaign does focus on balloons mm-hmm. and the impacts that the balloons have. What can you tell us about that?
1: Yeah. So balloons uh, are made of latex. And often when you have balloons at events, they've got string, clips, and other things on them as well. Uh, and the great thing about balloons, as you say, is they're a lot of fun, and you do let them go without thinking. Yep. Um, and they can travel a long way. So there was uh, some reports of balloons travelling from the UK down to Sydney and being found. Right. What? Which is Wow. No way. Massive. Yeah. Yep. And intact. And uh, okay. Yeah. So a With long time. With
2: branding on them, by any chance? No, I think it
1: was actually yeah. released by a school schoolboy, which I, I'm assuming you've done, and I did yep. it for my grade six yes. graduation. Let a balloon go. Re-
0: we used to release seeds. Thinking we're helping the environment. Oh, On a balloon. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, That's a new concept. one. <laughs> okay.
0: Canceling each other
1: out. But right. they can travel a long way and they Absolutely. can spend a long time in the environment. Where so
0: that, that really does summarise the actual campaign and you're doing a lot of work with Lord Howe Island. Now, for anyone who doesn't know, Lord Howe Island is part of Australia, it's 600 kilometres off the coast. Why why is that such an important uh, spokespiece for this campaign?
1: So for the last uh, twelve years or so, Dr. Jen Lavers and Ian Hutton have been doing some research on the flesh-footed shearwater, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they're probably one of the best-studied seabird populations anywhere in the world in terms of marine debris and, and rubbish. Uh, and for the last uh, for, the, for the whole time they've been doing those uh, surveys, they've been finding more and more plastic in the stomachs of the chicks. Yes, one of the most common items they're finding uh, in some of these seabird chicks is actually the little plastic clips that you find um, to tie up balloons.
0: Sure. So so plastic uh, balloons and the clips that go along with them are a significant risk to these chicks from Australia. From Australia, and, uh, yeah. Wow. Could be from anywhere. Okay. Not good, not good. Mm. Uh, and look, if anyone's feeling a bit curious about this, you can jump online. You can go to YouTube, look up Jennifer Lavers, or you can look up the shearwaters uh, of Lord Howe Island. It is quite horrific, some of this footage. Um, probably don't do it with your Sunday breakfast, uh, but it is quite confronting, just the impact that these uh, plastics are having on these chicks Um, and at last estimate, I've been following this for a couple of years, it keeps going up and up and up, 100% of the chicks now have ingested plastics.
1: Yeah, and unfortunately they're coming from the parents that are trying to do the right thing, so they're foraging out at sea, bringing uh, what they think is food back to the chicks and inadvertently feeding them plastics, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, Jen Lavers, I think, uh, found over 200 pieces of plastic in one individual chick. So 200
0: p- pieces of plastic in the imagine. one chick. In the one chick, That was yeah. going to take off and uh, from its burrow. Well, hopefully, it, it, yeah. The animal's burrow. Yep. Uh, take off and fly. Elves. Hopefully it made it. Hopefully she got there in time. Um, not good, not good. Uh, look, and so just, just to summarise, we have talked about this before. These plastics are absolutely horrible for these birds or any, any marine life. Uh, The sharp edges can cut and tear internal organs. You can block the digestional tract. And they are incredibly toxic. They're like beacons for the toxic in the water. Uh, Now, one stat that I have looked up Mm. is that uh, mercury is a big concern in the shear waters. Um, It's toxic at four parts per million. And in some cases, on Lord Howan, it's 300, sorry, 30,000 parts per million. So four parts per million is toxic. And this is 30,000 parts per million in some of these birds. Yeah. Just from plastics. Yep, it's frightening. Not oh, good. So you're working in a zoo. Uh, why has this campaign come about? I mean, this is not an animal you have on display, is it? No, no, no. it's not.
1: But uh, yeah, we th- we felt that we needed to do something and let people know that the impacts that balloons are having and, and their clips. Uh, so we've been uh, we partnered with Phillip Island Nature Parks. Yep. So they've got a short-tailed shearwater population that comes and goes from there. Uh, And they've got the little penguins, which we have at Melbourne Zoo, so we use the little penguins to tell the story and the impacts that the plastics are having on seabirds. Sure, sure.
0: Okay, fantastic. And uh, in terms of the the research uh, in Lord Howell and Phillip Island, what are they finding? I mean, obviously it's such a, a huge impact, but has that really driven this campaign and that's really driven why this campaign has begun?
1: Yeah, so the impacts that uh, Jen Lavers and Ian Hutton are finding certainly were the catalyst to get the, the campaign started yep. and we'll be using their annual surveys to to measure the impacts of the campaign, I guess, over a longer term and mm-hmm. so hopefully we'll see a reduction in some of the plastic waste they're finding there. Uh, research at Phillip Island is also looking at plastic uh, gut loading of their shearwaters and other seabirds down there yeah. um, and, and we're also using uh, schoolchildren around Victoria to give us a bit of an idea of how the um, plastic uh, levels are going.
0: Okay, how are you using the children? How are they getting involved?
1: We've got a very catchy title the Marine Debris um, Monitoring Project. So we've got 16 schools around Victoria. monitoring their beaches every month or every term and uh, monitoring and, and recording what they find in the Tangaroa Blue database. Fantastic. Mm.
0: So getting the kids on board and yep. really hopefully changing and shaping the future generations. Yeah. That's good stuff. Um, look, I, as I was saying before, I released uh, balloons as a kid, but uh, obviously kids nowadays know not to do that.
1: Yeah, we had uh, some, it's obviously the time of year where graduations are happening, so um, balloon releases are a a big part of that, but we've had a few schools send in some great photos of uh, some alternatives, so running through a banner, um, and then blowing some bubbles at the end. Yeah, That's
2: cool. Really
1: cool idea. And of course, bubbles are so much fun. So much fun. Bubbles are so much fun. Great time of year for bubbles. Everyone likes a bubble. Get the biggest bubble you can Particularly the
2: sticky bubbles. Have you seen those? No. They don't pop straight away, so you can stick bubbles upon bubbles upon bubbles. Yeah, they're heaps of fun.
0: I can just envision like a whole lot of, a lot of bubbles and becoming sort of a bubble boy, you know, really getting inside ah, there. The,
2: yeah. That's the vision
0: I'm getting. I'm getting a bit hopeful there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. But you're mentioning that the school kids locally are getting involved. Mm. So whilst this campaign has sort of centered from the research for Lord Howe Island, and whilst that is 600 kilometers off the coast, it is not just an issue that is in the middle of the Tasman Sea. This is a an area, that, sorry, an issue that is affecting us locally as well. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. Uh, so, as I mentioned, balloons can travel a long way. Uh, they can spend a long time in the environment. So a balloon released here could end up potentially at Lord Howe Island, but we're seeing impacts of balloons uh, much more locally. So at Phillip Island, uh, in August, there were seven seals that were entangled in balloon ribbon in that month. Right,
0: so, okay. Mm. So th- and th- this is just the balloons and the core that they go off? Yeah. And something so, so seemingly harmless... Yeah, and in at, a, and... at a party being released yep. and then an animals getting entangled. Obviously, these seals were noted and uh, hopefully rescued. And were rescued, yeah. Were rescued, fantastic, yep. and cut. But that could have really cut into them, cut circulation. If ingested, that could cause all sorts of problems. Not good. Uh, and look, we have covered this before, but look, currently 690 marine species have been noted to actually have ingested plastics in our oceans. So, I mean, plastic is everywhere. And so it's great that a, a zoo is coming on board to actually run this campaign. It's not what people would usually associate with a zoo. Uh, that traditional zoo structure is what mm. some people would be familiar with. Uh, but it's really great that the conservation programs run by the zoo are actually trying to change this. That's, that's great, that's great. And look, just to cover the issue, a st- study published in 2015, in February, um, estimated that 8 million metric tons of plastic is actually entering our oceans every single year. So it is an immense problem. So you've got <laughs> mm. you've got a bit of a got a bit of work bit of, ahead. A bit of work.
1: It. it is, and those numbers are quite overwhelming and, and yep. quite scary. So yes. that's every um,
0: single year eight million metric tons.
1: Yeah. So our campaign is uh, starting small, but yep. giving people hope, and it's a really easy way for people to to make an impact and, and try and reduce some of that plastic. So um, hopefully our campaign is able to give people that hope and ability to do something.
0: Fantastic. And of course, it's not just balloons. Balloons are obviously an item that we believe is harmless, it obviously causes an impact. But uh, on Lord Howe Island, are they finding impacts of other single-use plastics and everyday consumer items?
1: Yeah, I think they are. Uh, So as well as the balloon clips, another thing they're finding quite commonly are are bottle caps. Bottle caps, okay.
0: Mm. So single-use plastic bottles, everyone going out there, they get a Coke, Maybe, maybe like a bit of water, and that's ending up all the way in Lord Howe Island. Yep. Okay. Mm.
2: It'll be interesting to see if there's a reduction in that now that New South Wales is going to have a cash for container scheme as well as Queensland, with uh, Victoria lagging behind. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. We
0: did just... (laughs) um, Look, absolutely, we need to... I know uh, we're banning plastic bags, but let's just do a step at a time. Wait and see how that goes through. (laughs) Yeah, look, uh, little small steps. Hopefully, we'll, we'll be getting that recycling thing
2: all right, well, we might go to a quick song, and then we're going to talk about some of the things that you might be able to do to help, uh, I guess, educate the people around you about balloons as well. Now, should
0: you expect to see something that you hadn't seen in somebody you know since you were 16? If love is it bought from the blue, then what is it? Bought? But a glorified screw and that doesn't hold
2: nothing. Welcome back to Out of the Blue, that was One Crowded Hour by Augie March, so you're listening to Out of the Blue on 855am or you're listening online or podcasting and today we're talking about balloons.
0: Balloons. balloons, hooray! Oh, not so much, really.
2: Yeah, we'll find some alternatives.
0: <laughs> find some. But bubbles, great bubbles. Now, bubbles. if you have just joined us, we are talking about the heavy impact plastics, so single-use plastic consumer items such as balloons and bottles are having on our seabirds, and it's quite devastating. And in particular, we are talking about the impacts on Lord Howe Island with the uh, flesh-footed shearwaters, the chicks. 100% of chicks have ingested plastics, and uh, they're not looking so great. That, that population is in decline. But, of course, we are talking about a campaign when uh, balloons fly, fly, seabirds die. And we're talking about this new campaign run by Sue's Victoria and the impacts it's having. I've got Pete Lancaster with us. So, Pete, with this campaign, you've seen a lot of companies, a lot Mm. of councils, schools, organizations really get on board, I suppose, in a short amount of time. Mm. Are you seeing quite positive changes there?
1: We are, yes. We've had about 120 different groups um, come on board. So as you mentioned, quite varied uh, backgrounds as well. So they're making the promise to not use balloons outdoors, which is a big part of what our campaign is all about. Yep. Uh, And a lot of those groups are also using our campaign materials to promote the campaign to their, whether it be their supporters, their networks, and their local communities. Fantastic. So a
0: council might come on board, ban balloons at a uh, council event and utilize uh, the advertising and messaging from the zoos to actually promote that to the the greater public.
1: Yeah. So for fates and um, other council events, they'll uh, be balloon free and hopefully have a bunch of bubble machines there as well and and explaining why.
0: Great stuff. Great stuff. And so, and a lot of schools have gotten board as well, as we were mentioning before. Quite a few schools. um, I released a lot of balloons. Uh, What impact is uh, the schools having and what, what are they doing to actually spread this message?
1: So schools are at their swimming sports or athletic yes. carnivals, um, yep. any of their events, their school fates, things like that. So um, they're registering for a, a bubble kit. So we send them a free bubble kit, which has some bubble mix and some posters and some information about the campaign, some videos that they can watch in class, uh, and then posters they can put up uh, for those events. So that when the parents come, they can see how much fun the kids are having with bubbles. Yes, so when they have their next party, as
0: well is good. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose you're mentioning all these public events, so public council events, Mm. uh, swimming fates, uh, just at school. This is something that, as a child, I took for granted to have balloons. Balloons were everywhere. And I, I obviously didn't think about the impacts of it. No one really thought about those impacts. And now that's really being taken on board and it's changing the culture uh, quite dramatically for the better. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of that is because of this campaign. You're not pulling any punches. The actual campaign name is Seabirds Die. and But whilst that does sound a little bit foreboding, it is the truth and it is what is happening. So you're making really positive changes there.
1: Yeah, and as you mentioned, some of the the videos that um, Jen Lavers has on the website, quite graphic. Mm -hmm. um, Quite graphic, yeah. So our campaign title had to tell the story um, in in a sentence, basically. So not pulling any punches, and we were a little bit... I guess we we're wondering to see, waiting to see how the, the children would respond um, in the broader community. And we've had letters, kids writing in letters, drawing photos saying, I'm blowing bubbles, so I'm not killing seabirds. That's fantastic. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Do you have That's them all really up on a cute. wall? Is I good? actually do. I've yeah. got them near my desk. It's a nice little reminder of what we do. That's great. And this That's is a great,
2: great example, too, of where if you can bring in something voluntary and get people believing the same thing you believe, you don't need legislation to ban balloons. You yep. can get a massive voluntary movement without yep. it. Because legislation takes forever. And yeah. people will go, oh, we'll just make them out of something that biodegrades. Just go straight to the alternative. Yep. Don't put the money yep. into researching a new style of balloon. Go with something else yeah. that's cheap, easy. Who doesn't love and bubbles? lots of
0: fun. Yeah. Bubbles of course, are great. Of course. I'd like to remind everyone, this is a zoo coming on board to actually change our perception. Just with messaging, not enforcing anything. Because of the lack of government legislation, they've come on board. They're advertising this new alternative. And it's really working. It's really working. That's fantastic.
1: Yeah, we've seen some really good impacts so far. Okay,
0: so we've seen all these impacts from councils, schools, and large organisations. If anyone's listening in, what impacts can they have? Balloons may be something that no one's actually thought about as a Mm. harmful item, but what personal impacts can the people uh, listening in actually have? Actually, what can do? They do
1: yeah. So we're asking people to make the promise to not use uh, balloons outdoors and to use bubbles or another alternative instead. So, mm-hmm. a few ways they can make that promise, um, so that everyone knows. They can visit Melbourne Zoo or Hillsville Sanctuary, uh, meet some of our wonderful anim- animals, play with some bubbles, and then make the promise there. Mm-hmm. Or head to our website, so zoo org au slash balloons, and make the promise there. Um, hmm.
0: And really take that on board to actually reduce the use of those single-use plastics. Because whilst balloons are a focus of this campaign, it is really summarising a whole range of plastics. It's not, again, not just uh, an issue on Lord Howe Island. This is a national issue. and Actually, it's a global issue.
2: It is. (laughs) It's it's a global
0: issue. Uh, but as Australia, we, we, we can actually make those impacts on a personal level.
1: Yeah, and it is a, a, um, a lot of the, the plastic and, and rubbish out there is everyday items. So every single day, we then have an opportunity to make a difference and reduce that. Great,
0: great stuff, great stuff.
2: Well, I remember ages ago when we had um, Nico Lenardi on from Scab Duty, and he was talking about one of the items they find washed up at the beach down at Williamstown is your straws, um, yes. but parking tickets. Because it's Gee. it's a plasticky type of paper. Yeah. And I'm like, you'd never think of an item like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. When I see a parking ticket on my car, which isn't that often, I definitely want to just throw <laughs> it away. But you don't Is think that of happening? items like that. <laughs> no, I'm not throwing them away. <laughs> but they had parking tickets from Darab and Council ending up at Williamstown. Like wow. they are yeah, traveling wow. long distances, traveling long. Yeah. And that's Maybe a Yeah Exactly, mm. and that's a piece of paper covered in plastic balloons they have the chance to go airborne. Like, there's yep. just yep. there's so much going on there.
0: I think people really, and it's it's certainly a stretch of the imagination, but it is, is true that people don't actually comprehend how far that plastic can move in waterways, whether they're rivers, whether they're in the oceans. Um, obviously, we've got the Yarra within our city, but mm. it can be all those little streams. Uh, obviously, with the balloons and plastic bags that can travel in the air. And we're talking about Lord Howe Island, 600 kilometres off the coast being impacted by us. Not much fun.
1: No, not, much, not fun. much fun, and everything's connected, as you say. Okay,
0: yep. okay. So we're talking about the councils uh, and schools. Are you seeing, are you seeing really uh, an impact with this campaign, or is it too early days? Are you seeing an impact? In the the data at all?
1: It's certainly early days in terms of uh, the amount of um, balloons and balloon clips in the environment. So, you probably won't expect to see a, a substantial reduction in that probably for a couple of years mm-hmm. um, because they can just spend so long in the environment. So, there's probably almost a backlog of balloons. Uh, from a, a social point of view, in terms of people's attitudes and knowledge about balloons, uh, we're running surveys at our zoos of visitors before they come in and then when they leave. Uh, okay. And we are finding um, in the sort of eight or 10 months that the campaign's been running, we are finding. Um, a, an increase in the, in the knowledge around the impact that balloons can have on wildlife which is great
0: good stuff and I love how you're serving people before they come into the zoo and leaving the zoo so the zoo is actually Zoo Victoria. the three different zoos are really a spokespiece for these conservation programs and this is not just animals that are on display it's not just captive breeding programs mm-hmm. it's actively uh, and voluntarily promoting social change Yeah, that's good stuff that's yeah very far from the traditional zoo model but uh Maybe 50 years ago it was around. Yep.
1: yep. Yeah, a big change.
0: So your job must be very interesting.
1: Uh, interesting and varied, yep. Good stuff,
0: good stuff. Okay.
2: Well, that brings us to the end of our show for this week. But There are a couple of things I wanted to remind people about, particularly next weekend. There is the Guinness World Record attempt to get the longest line of scuba divers uh, in the world. The record, I think, <laughs> and I'm trying to remember back, I think they're currently on 308. Um, It is happening down at Rye Pier. We have put a link on our Facebook page so you can sign up. You do need to register for that. And they have assured people that they will be looking at reducing the impact of over 300 scuba divers getting into the water at the same location Uh, because several people (laughs) did mention that maybe that wasn't ideal and that the environment may get trampled, but they are looking at minimising the impact and may space people out along the shore get them to snorkel out so they're not walking over seagrass and stuff and then gathered together to make the line. So I'm hoping to be there. It's meant to be next Sunday, but they do have an alternative the following Sunday if the weather turns crap. Um, Otherwise, that is the end of the show. We hope you all enjoy your Sunday. Make sure you do listen to us via our podcast. I will have today's show up quicker than I have had the other shows up I am getting better at my podcasting skills Um, otherwise you may be listening online and next week we're not going to be on air there's special programming next week so we'll be back in a fortnight so enjoy your Sunday and uh, don't ever release balloons ever again or we will openly judge you ever (laughs) ever (laughs) alright see you later
1: bye bye see you だ意識